Welcome to the Mind Over Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carly Crew, a mom to twin girls, small town family doctor, and an anxiety and mindset coach for moms and mompreneurs. Let's face it, motherhood is an adventure, and it can be all-consuming if we let it. I believe that too often we lose ourselves when we become mothers, and our lives run us rather than us running our lives. This podcast is designed for the multi-passionate but overwhelmed mom who is ready to master her mindset, quiet the chaos, and create the life and business of her dreams without sacrificing what's important to her. Each week on this show, I'll bring expert tips, guest interviews, and a healthy dose of honesty to help you finally step back into your power and create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Mind Over Motherhood podcast. I am super excited for my guest expert interview today. Tanya is a warrior goddess wearing many capes. She is the wife to a wonderful man who is her rock and love, a mom to an intuitive and spirited almost four-year-old son, a creative maven, and a visionary at heart. She is a multi-best-selling author, founder of her own two brands, the Holistic Warrior Life Company and Warrior Life Creative Co., and is the host of the Holistic Warrior Life podcast. Tanya graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in English Literature and Creative Writing from the University of Waterloo and found her way back to this soul calling through a series of yes ventures in the world of writing and publishing. Avidly passionate about holistic health and personal development, she is also a certified Reiki master and NLP coach and soon to be certified holistic nutritionist. An entrepreneur at heart, Tanya knew deep within that she was not meant for the corporate grind and needed to live a life by her own design. Her diagnosis of polycystic ovarian syndrome and her journey into motherhood almost four years ago catalyzed her first steps into what would become a multifaceted business that merged all of her passions together, visual art, writing, events, and mentorship to help other women express themselves. Holy moly, Batman. If that's not a bio, I don't know what is. Welcome, Tanya. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm kind of currently locked up in a tiny bathroom in my house because that's the only quiet space I could find. But thank you for having me. Yeah, that's mom life though, right? I feel like sometimes the people listening to podcasts don't realize that what we, the lengths we're going to, to actually get quiet space or uninterrupted space. I know we have just regressed back to giving our kids a nap midday every couple days. They're three right now. And that's the only way I'm carving out time right now in silence. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's there. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited to talk to you today. I, um, I know that helping women kind of own their stories and discover their own personal stories is a huge strength of yours and something that you love to do. And a huge part of my platform and mission is to do something similar. So helping women kind of dig down inside of themselves and find the parts and skills within them kind of their story that they can then take and build a business around, which is essentially what you have done. So can you talk to me a little bit about storytelling and how women can start to explore their own story, own that story, and maybe begin to build a business from it? That's a big question. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I might break that into a couple parts, but um, 
honestly, like I know storytelling, it sounds so glamorous, like especially in the online space or like you'll see it in writing and media, like everything has a story. Everyone has a story, right? Like we're human and that's how we connect with each other. Um, the things we buy, the services we sign up for, the coaches we work with, the books we read, all of that, there's a reason it calls out to us. And the, the heart and soul of it is connection and storytelling. So for women, you know, and in this case, if we're talking to moms, a lot of the times the story that we've been told and that's been kind of ingrained into us as women is like, oh, you go to school, you get married, you have the kids and you keep going. And then that's it. No one ever talks about all of the other things that a woman can do or the dreams in her heart and the ambitions and stuff that are still there. Um, no one talks about it, right? And that kind of was like the old paradigm. Um, I do feel like over the last, I think almost decade or so, we've been moving more and more forward into everyone kind of working from home. Um, women owning different aspects of their story. So, you know, you'll read, for example, for those of you who are listening, if someone survived and thrived from a cancer diagnosis, um, for example, I can't remember her name, Chris Carr. She's a very, very popular nutritionist, celebrity nutritionist, best New York bestselling author, New York Times bestselling author. Her book and her stuff came to me at a time when I got my own diagnosis for PCOS but I wasn't looking for it it was one of those things I was like hey if she can kind of create a business and a lifestyle it's not even about the money or the business but if she can create a life that supports her health that supports her dreams and that one where she is totally happy and she's making a difference then why can't I and if you look at really, really popular storytellers in the online space, like Danielle Laporte, um, Gabby Bernstein, Brene mm -hmm. Brown, all of these people, they've, they've built their livelihood and their audience, and they've grown that connection with their audience because of the power of being vulnerable. And the, and the only way you can be vulnerable is when you come to terms with your story. And what I mean by your story is all of it, your entire life experience, the good, the bad, the gory, shit that you don't even want to talk about out loud it's okay you don't need to go on a mountaintop and scream out all those details to the world but you do need to on an emotional level come to terms with it accept it so acknowledge it and accept it you know you can't change what happened but from there you can actually take some lessons and move forward and see how you can either a help yourself help others um you know and so on and so forth um sorry that was a pretty low no, that's response. perfect that's perfect and i think where the one thing that i wanted to highlight is that you mentioned a couple really successful you know authors writers speakers whatever and the reality is is that all of these really successful business people or women who do go on to you know be best-selling authors all these things a lot of us are sharing you know, the same strategies or tips even, right? Like the messages mm -hmm. are very similar a lot of the time. What ends up creating our strong connection with our audience is that story that only one person can have, right? So like you mentioned Brene Brown or you mentioned Gabby Bernstein, like they rely heavily on their stories, what brought them to where they are. And that's what we connect with, right? Yeah. That's what we end up forming that really strong connection with. And I think that's helpful for, you know, moms who might be sitting at home thinking, well, I don't have 
anything to teach anyone, or I don't know if I have any kind of edge that makes me unique. And I think that most of us can tell you who do this work is that it's within you, right? Like whatever yeah. it is that's going to be your edge or your uniqueness is what makes you you. And so it's coming to terms with all of those things, the hard things that, you know, helps you develop your resilience or whatever it might be, right? All those things about you, which is amazing. Absolutely. And like, you know, just to add to that, like for anyone who's brand new, like digging into or diving into like creating a business and they're like, where the heck do I start? And I always say, start with your story. And story is, is equivalent to life, at least in my head. That's how I visualize it. And, you know, case in point, like when I dove into business had first about four years ago, I didn't start my business um, with PCOS in mind. It was the first thing that I knew that I could help people with. Of course, I had a lot more to help people with. I just never knew how to do it. I started literally reflecting and asking myself, okay, what is the common thing that everyone comes to, to me to help them with, right? Like, Find the breadcrumbs in your entire lifestyle and story. Then dig, dig back, dig deep a bit further. When you're a child, what are the things that you loved to do? Like that you found your peace and calm, right? For me as a child, and there's pictures of this even in my mom's house, I would always revert to music or I'd play with her old, old film camera or I would have a sketch pad and like a pencil and then as I grew older that just translated into me doodling in a notebook or like writing down writing stuff in my phone taking more pictures all of those things and that was what I turned to in times of comfort and I would just share I had a blog at the age of 12 when <laughs> blogspot was still a thing and MSN yeah. blogs were a thing right and I would just talk about it journal right and yeah. someone even if it was one person like my best friend who liked it was <laughs> find that empowering right? right and then that's how you start so, but go back and find out what it is that you gravitated toward the most is it caring for someone is it helping someone create something are you very creative do you like making things right doesn't matter what you're making but mm -hmm. those ideas not everyone can do that like it might take you an hour to create something but for me it might take like four days yeah, so, totally. And we're in, different. we're in such like a, a space and time right now where there's like so much entrepreneurial growth, right? Every single mom that you meet almost seems to be starting a business or having an idea about yep. a business, which is fantastic because what an amazing community of support. And I yep. think that it just highlights that, you know, you can have a unique business. You don't have to kind of go with what everybody else is doing or what are already established quote unquote business models that everyone follows is that you can really create whatever you want and using your own breadcrumbs or in my, in, um, in my teaching, I was talking about what are the building blocks? Like let's mine you for the building blocks and yeah. then start to build your business on top of that foundation. Right. So I, I strongly agree with you that story and your own, you know, story, your, your past, your struggles, your wins, your triumphs, all those sorts of things help you build a, a unique and authentic brand, which I think is so important. So I know you also are a Reiki master and I wanted to talk a little bit about energy. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm a very, would the word be like a woo woo person necessarily. And so if you're a, if you're not a woo woo person, that's fine, but I am somewhat woo woo. Like I tend to 
Um, you know, I really strongly believe in leaning on creative energy and a connection with spirit in the universe that guides me and holds me all these sorts of concepts, um, you know, daily practices to connect with the universe and things like that. Um, but I think the way that we um, manage our energy or can be aware of our energy when we're building a business is really important. So maybe you can just talk to me a little bit about um, how, how we could go about kind of being aware of our own energy, what sort of energy we're bringing to the business or to our lives, and, um, and then how to shift that energy if need be to move forward where you're trying to go with your business. Does that make sense? That was a long question. No, it does. You know what? I'm so happy that you actually brought it up, especially I'm going to mention the big elephant in the room that is COVID right now. <laughs> you know, something that I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks and I myself have had to kind of move through it. And I know we all still are. So I'm very cautious of what's going on out there, but um, you have to protect your energy. And I mean, as people, there's two types, right? And you'll notice this in whether it's your family or your group of friends or like clients even. There's people that'll, you know, when you meet them, and this is the best way that I can describe an energetic exchange in anything, whether it's a business opportunity, a client, a friend, family member, um, or even your own habits, right? Is it feeding you more energy? So is it giving you more energy to help you thrive? Or is it just taking from you and just draining you like picture a battery just mm -hmm. being drained right mm -hmm. so when you meet someone do you leave feeling more empowered happy refreshed like charged right. um, or do you leave feeling like holy crap I'm so exhausted right now like what did I just do yeah. oh I only hung out with so and so but wait why am I exhausted yeah so for depleted me, yeah yeah and like I only I've always been in tune with that like since I was a kid, like I was always this person that I would feel everyone's emotions. Like the moment I enter a room, I can sense things like before, before they happen. Um, you know, there's, I'm not going to get too much into like the <laughs> woo aspect, but you know, it's not even woo, it's scientific. Like there's yeah. clairvoyance, right? Like there's totally. different, there's five different variants of being clairvoyant, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I always have gotten that gut instinct or that intuitive pull, when you feel something deeply about a person or when you get that vibe, and if it's not a good one, don't lean into that. Like you need to stay away from it. I learned this more and more by trial and error and now I actually honor it without second guessing it. But before I would question that a lot. And the reason well, like, we do that is because in society, we're only taught to think with the mind and logic. Like we've stirred so far away from our soul and spirit god whatever whatever resonates with you like for me it's god and like we've stirred so far away from the divine being mm -hmm. that is and that resides within us um it's a call to come back you know uh totally. every time you feel that whisper when you're doing something you know you don't want to do it and you're like oh man how would it feel if i just didn't do this and you honestly feel so relieved yeah. that's your sign that's totally right there that's one way to just kind of give you a visual of the energetics um in terms of business i learned this over time like energy is literally output versus input right like if we're looking at it in terms of science and physics you get what you give mm -hmm. um, if you are going to think something negative and that's a psychological principle too your mind is automatically, it's going to start believing that, which means 
the language that you use and again this comes with storytelling like using mm -hmm. powerful language versus language that holds you back language that is powerless right using the words that oh i can't do it or i can't afford it right now or oh this is what we have or you know money doesn't come that easily or it's always like this for us it's such a resigned language mm -hmm. versus it's not a priority for me right now mm -hmm. or i will afford it i'm working toward it it's more positive more affirmative right mm -hmm. so those are some key ways to bring that energy out there to kind of shift from a negative or low vibe energy into a positive space um the words that you speak then translate into the actions right because your brain all of this is always coordinating i'm moving my hand up and down right now although <laughs> no one can see me but you know it all that's here kind of flows outward and then imagine if you're showing up from that space in your marriage with your family and your kids and then your clients oh man like you can notice it like i know the moment i'm panicky on the inside and i have that anxious jittery energy going on my kid picks that up for me and it's mm -hmm. like chaos right mm -hmm. and then my spouse comes down and very calm it's like what's going on everyone just seems to calm down why because he's very much more like okay like why does why is everyone yelling right now right like, do we yeah to be scatterbrained about it no and yeah. you, you know, another thing with energy, you cannot move forward with a crowded mind. You cannot move forward or do anything when your mind is not clear and when your energy is so blurry. Mm -hmm. right? In terms of business, how are you showing up? Yeah. Are you showing up from a space and are you sharing your story in your Instagram post or on your online lives, whatever it is? Are you sharing it from a space of this happened to me and it was all my fault and blah 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 and like are you mm -hmm. sharing it from that space or are you sharing it from an empowered space where you know what okay like i went through whatever it is i know i messed up but here's what i learned from it and here's exactly why i want to help you with it like you're spinning yeah. that into a positive you're reframing that so totally processing it and then projecting it back out into the world from like you said this empowered place yeah. an empowered positive place and I love so much that you brought up that that discussion about language and how the words we use can do really have quite a bit of power and and I I say that to clients all the time I'm like they'll say I haven't done this or I can't do this yet and I said no you just haven't gotten there yet right but you're working mm -hmm. towards it and I think that's kind of our role as coaches or guides or consultants whatever we do with our clients is to remind them and reflect back to them that the wording they're using is so powerful and so important which is like everything you're saying is just amazing i'm just like listening to you and i'm just mesmerized staring into tanya's <laughs> eyes you don't know that but i'm just mesmerized <laughs> listening to everything she says and that's just Aww. it's so 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 awesome i love that um you know i wanted to add another thing for the energetics like you know a lot and i'm gonna talk about money specifically because a lot of us are going through that like my i'm not ashamed to admit that i've been my own roadblock in some ways more like we self-sabotage as humans more often than not and especially as women as moms i don't know yeah, why totally. i don't know why but it is something that i used to do and now i catch myself every time i feel that coming over me i'm like oh i'm like am i really unable to do this or mm -hmm. is it does it not feel good or like am i just scared that i'm gonna have to show up bigger better live up yeah. to this version 
of whatever this person thinks of me, right? Like often we don't give ourselves the credit that we deserve, but our friends and those around us will see the best in us. For example, Sabrina, I remember at the Boss Mama retreat, we were talking like this was late at night. We're just talking about different things and we're talking about self-sabotage. And I was like, you know, I'm like, I do that a lot. And she's like, I know you do. And she's like, I just wish you could see what I see in you and what all of our authors see in you. And I'm like, I do. And she's like, but you don't. Right. Yeah, that exactly. Right. Because yeah. we live so in our heads and it's oh, time totally. to get out of this headspace and just dig back into your heart, stay rooted in the freaking ground and own all of your gifts. And it is, I think it's been about two months of me just being like, I'm the shit. I know what I'm doing. I play Jenga with people's words. Yeah. You know, it, it's not copy. It's just, yeah. I know that I'm good with words and I know that I can create magic. Like that writing is my gift and I'm not afraid to own it anymore. Which is so amazing, right? Yeah. So amazing. And I, I totally think that's something that we need to try to do more of because self-sabotage is like, like no pun intended, like a virus, right? Like in women, right? Like it's like goes through us so fast because I know that I can call on five friends and they would just like rave about how, you know, I'm, I do all these things and I'm so caring. And here I am just self-sabotaging and second guessing myself constantly and how empowering it is to just catch when you're doing that. Like you said, and I teach a lot about awareness of where's your mind going? What is your mind telling you? And when your mind is telling you all those BS stories about why you can't do something or that you're not as good as so-and-so or jumping into the comparison trap, like what if we just stopped it? And instead, like you said, I'm a badass. I know what I'm doing, right? Like what a more empowering, fantastic place where we show up saying, I'm an expert. I know how to help you in this way. And I'm really good at it. And a nice segue into your money discussion is like, and I'm going to charge what I'm worth for it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, you know, even with the energetics of this, like I, I remember last year when I was literally 2019 for me, and I don't know how it was for you, but 2019 for me was a lot of inner work it was like 20 years worth of inner work compressed into one and it was it was a difficult year um but it was a good year overall um, from that standpoint and one of the things I could rework was my money story all of the time because a I hate numbers okay like even right now I hate numbers invoicing people brings up a lump in my throat at least Mm -hmm. it did up until like a month ago Mm -hmm. um you know telling people what my packages are brought up this lump. Like I could not talk, even though yeah. like, I know what it is. I have a list in front of me <laughs> and I know why, why I'm worth that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also it has to do with the stories that we grew up hearing in our household. Right. Like for example, I come from a household and like, I'm going to get super vulnerable here. Like I come from a home where we had everything, but it was, literally taken from us when my parents split up or basically Mm. when my dad kind of just squandered away x amount of dollars like john right and then my parents split up so i learned i was working from the age of 14 like i started working as a barista and you know you would think that someone that's worked from that age will know the value and understand the value of money and Mm -hmm. respect all of it and never have Mm -hmm. to be in a position where they're living paycheck to paycheck and like all of yeah. these things, right? But what I've noticed as I grew older is one of two things happens for you when you go through something like that. And with any type of trauma, you either go berserk and you, you're like, hey, I'm going to university now. I'm going to go party, which is what happened to me. 
Right. So I kind of did, I repeated that same pattern right. in my life. And I was like, Hey, this is my free pass. I didn't really get to live a childhood or have my teenagers. So now right. I'm going to live a free pass of like whatever else it is. Um, meanwhile, my mom on the other end, it's, Oh, it's okay. We'll get to that when we come. So that's like one extreme, right? right. Financially yeah. money, energetic speaking. And then yeah. the language is like, Oh, it's only for us. It just never works out for us. And the more conscious I became of my money story and the more I started diving into like personal development and inner growth and like all of these things, yeah. whenever I'm there and she brings us, brings up a sentence like that, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I can't hear you right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not available for it. Yeah. Right. My spouse, on the other hand, like we both come from single parent homes, but their home is a little bit more cautious, conservative, like think risk management, risk averse, they right. plan, like they're planners. Okay. I look up to that because I sag here, like I will go jump off a cliff and I'll be like, yeah, my wings are coming as I go down and build 10 more planes down the way. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So that's me. Like I think of an idea and then I just jump right into it. I don't pay attention to like the consequences or whatever. So he kind of grounds me and balances that aspect out. So I've learned to heal my money story as a result of being married to him as well. Because he tells me, you got to track what you're doing. You can't measure what you Right? right energetics you got to show money that you respect it this is so and true. the way you respect it is sometimes by pulling up your sleeves having money dates with yourself every week <laughs> yes right going uh-huh. through your client accounts invoicing people send them reminders if you have to it's okay it does feel Go painful just hearing you talking about it makes it feel painful for me so clearly i would never I have some say money this. story work <laughs> i would never say this like maybe two months ago so I'm just like this is totally like you know um I had I recently just got another client and you know I didn't get the initial offer that I put out but I'm working with her in a different capacity and I'm super stoked and excited about it and I was like man I'm like did that really happen like did I really just get this offer right and but that's what happens when you believe in the energy of your work when mm-hmm. you put out something with an energy of, I am worthy of this, I know I'm good at it. It's a gift that can help others. So why not? Totally. Versus, oh, I feel so guilty. Like, who am I to charge this? And uh, maybe I should just do this for free. Let me tell you, I paid my dues and I'm doing air quotes here for almost like two or three years and I wouldn't charge for stuff. Oh my goodness. If I did. I would then de- like discount that. And Here's what happens when you discount yourself to a whole different degree. It ruins it for everyone else in the same niche as you. Mm-hmm. It devalues the quality of your work. It devalues what you're bringing to the table. It devalues your energy. I don't mm-hmm. believe in a thing called time. I believe in a thing called energy. Anytime something comes onto my plate and I'm feeling frantic and I'm feeling like, oh my God, I, I, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I'm like, okay, is this worth my energy right now? Can I shift this to another day? Totally. Can I even give it the energy it deserves? Like right before this, I had a call with one of our other authors, Jess, and I like sent her a message like, and I was like, Hey, like I can still do a call today. No problem. But I would love to show up for you fully tomorrow if that works, because I will be able to give you the energy that you need from me, that yeah. your writing, your work needs from me. It's such a more powerful and empowered state to show up. Totally. With. And you're still owning up the fact that you can't be there today. Like you're really sorry. Yeah, so. totally. So much gold 
than that, <laughs> that like, I don't even think I could even start to ask questions about all those things or highlight those things, like those incredible concepts. Like these are concepts that it takes a lot of personal inner mindset work to get to the point that Tanya's at, right? So to come to the place where she says, own your worth and own your value, that for some people is really, really challenging and they don't even know where to start, right? Or figuring out what their money stories are, right? How do you even know if you have a messed up money story and how do you pay attention to that, right? How do you lean into that intuition or strengthen that ability to lean on your intuition? So you are just an incredible wealth of information and wisdom, Tanya. I can't even handle Thank it. <laughs> I know that you have a call coming up here shortly. So I do want to ask if you could just share with the listeners a little bit about what you do and how you support people and then where they can connect with you online if they'd like to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. Give me one second. Um, so for listeners, what I do is I, I actually help you create your story, like bring it to life, whether it's through a book, whether it's through your web copy. Um, I also do personal brand photography. So I help you express yourself visually as well. And most people like having both of them done by one person because the energy is the same. And I love channeling your essence into copy. You know, mm -hmm. like if you, if you don't have time for doing stuff like that, or if you, that's just not your zone of genius, that's okay. Like, hop on a call with me, let's vibe it out. And we're going to go get started and help you express your story. You know, um, nothing makes me more happier than helping someone discover their voice mm -hmm. as someone whose voice was literally taken from her, like from such a young age. And like, I was so afraid to express myself. It was the one, two step dance. Nothing makes me happier than having a woman own that shit and mm -hmm. show up because when you own your voice and your energy you can show up powerfully for your clients so good i'm like getting chills listening to you talk <laughs> and where can they find you how can they hire you better question so, yeah so you can actually find me on instagram i'm gonna have both of them listed or, or carly's gonna list both of them um it's it's warrior life creative co on instagram and as well as the holistic warrior life. So come say hi to me on either one of those channels. If you want to work with me, just DM me. Like, I don't bite. I actually love hearing from people in my DMs. It's, it's quite fun to build that relationship. And for those of you who don't know Tanya, I mean, we don't know each other personally in person, but we have chatted back and forth and now we've done this amazing podcast interview and I can definitely vouch for the fact that she walks what she talks like I feel like it's a completely different experience just speaking to her the energy oh. she brings to an encounter and an interaction is exactly what she talks about so she really really walks her talk and I have had the best time talking to you today I think we could probably talk for hours but I don't I know, know if that would be very interesting <laughs> we could maybe do, do part one. two we'll maybe do a yeah. part two for mind over motherhood part two with uh Tanya and um and I will be linking all of the those things in the show notes as well as some points about what we discussed today so thank you so much for your time and I hope you have a great rest of your day thank you Carly thank you thank you so much for listening to the mind over motherhood podcast be sure to subscribe so you can get updated each week when a new episode is released have comments or questions about this episode reach out to me on either Instagram or Facebook at Carly crew or through my website at carlycrew.com if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with someone you love or snap a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me so I can say hello. As always, remember, you're meant for more mama and there's nothing wrong with that.